I, I'm going to start. I got a beer. Here we go. Three, two. Wow. Clean. Ooh. Delightful. Welcome in. Wow, that's actually got a little punch. No punts allowed. Adam and Paige. We are... What week is this? Week 12? It's week 12. Week 12, week 12 of the college... It is, right? Week 12 yep. of the college football well, I'm season. I'm checking, checking. Just, just to make sure that we're... Yep, it is, in fact, week 12. Look at us. God damn, that's a lot of weeks. Um, We will talk playoff rankings. We will talk where we're going to be next week. We'll talk a little Thanksgiving. We'll talk Jimbo Fisher. Uh, first, I want to talk uh, uh, Municipal, our friends at Municipal. You like that? Like a little chapter I, I gave them, like installments of what's coming, a little preview. No, Knowing us, we'll be off the rails. Uh, municipal, our friends at Municipal, great yes. gear. I like this. Uh, this is, I love this shirt. Um, I was walking upstairs to grab podcast materials, and my daughter goes, Dad, that's a really nice shirt, which she's never really said before. Wow. I'm also home, so I think everybody's just happy that I'm home. And so they're so just trying to like, like butter you like, up. Dad. She's gonna ask for something later. She's like, oh, Dad, she I saw this yeah, Christmas this thing. <laughs> yeah, but um, so municipal, uh, our friends go to municipal.com, no punch twenty for twenty percent off your first order. It is great um holiday wear. It's all time wear for me. I can wear it everywhere I go. And if you're looking for gifts for somebody that's actually like nice clothes, yeah. nice stuff. Shoes, you name it, municipal.com. And our friend Mark Wahlberg was at the Netflix Cup featuring Saw that. PGA Tour golfers and F1 drivers, which is like my favorite combination of things really ever. Um, by the way, that was very chaotic. It was a very chaotic show, but I actually like appreciated the effort of Netflix to do something and like the bravery to do something like that in sports, in terms of live sports. But we will get to that yeah. when we get to random shit. Which we have a lot today. Lots of random shit. We have a lot of random shit. And I guess, though, we can start with... We could do whatever we want. Let's start with Jimbo Fisher, because I think it's the biggest story. Um, oh, is it? Well, I don't know if it's the biggest story. There's, um, you know, America's team is the biggest story. But we'll wait well, for that. I, I, I can't wait to talk about that. Well, let's talk about Jimbo. So, Fine. Jimbo Fisher is getting $76 million and change to go away. You know, it's funny, Paige, like we've been talking about this for so long that when it hit, it wasn't a surprise. But then when you look at how the money is going to be paid out in what, 19 point, you know, 19 point bike million in the next 60 days, and then these seven and a half million dollar installments for, I, you know what? I don't want to hear dick about Bobby Medina's contract as a Mets fan. I don't want to hear anything, okay? Because when I think, the, when I see these, oh, it's Bobby Bonilla Day. No, no, no. I don't want to hear that shit anymore, okay? You're paying Jimbo, like, mega bucks forever to just chill. There, there's no, this contract now, we knew it was crazy. The lack of offset, right? So offset, you know, you wonder why ESPN hires recently fired coaches because they really can just pay him barely anything because their offset language, anywhere they go work, whether it's media or other coaching. Over. Yeah, exactly. So there's no offset. So Jimbo could yeah. get a job, and he will get a job, most likely. He's still yeah. he's a respected coach, even though it yeah. didn't work out there. Or he could sit on his fucking ass and read books in, on the beach all day, which I would do. Which but I, I would do as well. Um, I think the other part of this that's absolutely hilarious is two-parter here. 
one, we have talked about at nauseum like when this is going to happen. We we've said it's for yes. sure going to happen after kind of the start of this season. Um, weird timing after like a win, a big win, but it was like planned yeah. already that week. But the other part of this is that the um, athletic department presented a check, was presented a check at like halftime of that game of said game that he was winning. Um, for like a hundred and something, sixty something million dollars to the athletic department from donors, which by the way is like partially going to cover this. So not only did yep. they already plan on firing him, but they showed everybody, hey, look, we have the cash to do it, and then the next day did it. So that was pretty comical. All of it all together. I mean, it's it's sad when anyone loses their job, but like it it takes this thing a little bit away when you're making literally nineteen million dollars in sixty days. A minimum, and that's just that's just a little taste. Yeah, that's a little what teaser. You're get. That's and an you've already been making money. Like that's just yeah. I overall, I don't like feel terrible for Jimbo, um, and it also needed to happen. This, so this is so far and away the worst contract ever handed out in sports coaching history, financially. Gus Malzahn's buyout was what like twenty million in Auburn. We were appalled by that. This is, you know, 300 plus X percentage. Like, this is wild. It like, yeah, um, it like quadrupled it. Uh, yeah. Only so in college I, football. Like, now, I know people always like joke that like, oh, this sport or whatever for their sport. Like, there is nothing. There's no sport that pays people more to not do their job than college football. This is oil money. Um. <laughs> Paying someone to go away, and they're going to pay someone else. And this is the to other come part in. I want to talk about yeah. to come in. And they're going to pay a staff, and 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 there's now what happens is maybe more interesting. You have a roster full of really good potential players still <laughs> hasn't come together, but there's a lot of really good players. They've got great wideouts and got great everything. Just they haven't won. So, what in in a dream world, who are you hiring? Let's like. Let's push aside a coach because we can talk about this in a bit. You're iron late. Yeah, because it – well, and I think his answer to the game versus Georgia kind of is a reason why I would is because he made a great point. He was like, look, you know, we need to recruit better. And by that, he meant we need to spend more money on recruits and recruiting and getting guys to come here. Texas a and doing that has it, has the talent. Okay, I think – I think, yes, it would come with – and we'll, and somewhat, we, we'll obviously talk about Dan Lanning, but is Texas A&M still regarded in the same way as it, I feel like, used to be in terms of job openings because of how much the donors are involved in this and, and, and want to be involved in this? And I don't know if Lane could maybe t- completely handle that, but in terms of like if for Texas A&M, if you can get Lane, he's going to do a lot more than what you just experienced with Jimbo and would do a much better job. It is a complicated job for the reasons that you outlined. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you've got to navigate all of those different things, right, that come with this. Mm-hmm. I'm looking, I was, I know they, all these sites always post like the, uh, uh, the special, like, who's going to be the next coach odds, even though yeah. they're kind of bullshit. 
So I was looking to see if there are, and I'll, I'll look to see. But yeah. I, I I do think Dan Lanning would be amazing. Well, here's um, my thing is the reason I said Lane, sorry to interrupt you, but I was just going to say no, the reason I said Lane good. and not Dan Lanning is because I legitimately don't think they can get him. I think that that job is well, not as enticing as it used to be, and I think Oregon is a better job than Texas A&M. I'll, we'll talk about Lanning in a minute. I, I, I actually agree with you because of his answer. Um, there's this, I wrote about this this week on Bleach Report, who I think would be eight good candidates. So everyone go read that. This but I, what's funny about that list, right? Because you've got Leopold, you've got Lanning, um, you've got names on there, uh, the trailer, like you've got good football coaches. Uh, Leopold's a great example, of a really good football coach that I'm convinced you put him in any scenario, the guy turned around Kansas, he would turn around Texas a But it doesn't have the same star power as a Lanning or um, – some of the other names that we're going to yeah. talk about. So what what I'm really curious to see how this goes, because who, you know, today we're connecting Dabo Sweeney. I saw this. They asked Dabo, would you have interest? And Dabo kind of like just kicked the candle out of this job. Like that would be hilarious, by the way. Honestly. Like maximum internet. I mean, please. What, I, I, to be fair, I think that that would be a decent match in terms of like, what they would want from a coach and how they'd want their coach to speak. Like with Lane, you obviously have some things that he's going to say and do in, in that quirkiness that comes with that. With Dabo, yes, there's quirkiness, but it's the kind of quirkiness they like at uh, Texas A&M. So I, I don't hate it. I don't know that he leaves Clemson, but Alabama's not happening for Dabo. So I don't think that um, that no. used to be like the, the rumor. And now it's like, mm, that's not really going to happen. So why not? Why not? A little chaos. I mean... We thought I, I think look, I'm looking up Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame for LSU was like probably one of the more shocking things we've ever seen. I think Dabo leaving for Texas A&M would be really really shocking, and I would I, I would just be stunned if that happened. But if it does, I think it'd be smart. So the names Jeff Trailer three hundred obviously Elko at Duke plus three hundred. I think he'd be a really good hire. He's history there. DeBoer, um, the Washington coach, did you see his comment the other night when they asked him? And he's no. like, well, the AD is AD's working on uh, keeping me here, my staff here for a really long time. He, he did the opposite of Dan Lanning. He was like, show me the money and I'll stay. Um, it was kind of a weird quote. Like, it, it, uh, but genuinely, like, you could tell he's, Lanning is like, this is my spot and everything else. DeBoer not there. Well, I actually know that they're, full of you know what and they'll you know listen to the opportunity well, is gonna get, Lanning's also gonna get a, a you don't say this unless you've got a fucking huge raise in your back pocket which they, yeah. they're going to do like you could say loyalty and I love it here but like Phil Knight is just gonna come in and be like um, sir here is your eight year um, 90 million dollar whatever it will be you know um, what I mean like that's gonna that's how it's gonna go yeah I do want to say <laughs> Uh, there's an article, and it is happening, uh, that Arizona, the university itself, has uh, mismanaged their budget by $250 million. Have you seen that? I did. Okay, and they were saying you. sports programs could be um, cut, but also there's yep. a rumor that Jed Fish is about to get an extension and a, a raise. <laughs> so they're figuring out a way to extend, which they need to, because he obviously it's- were ranked in all of those things, and have turned around this season in this program, really. Um, but kind of hilarious that, like, money just, like, doesn't exist 
when it comes to like college football or just college athletics in general, like they will find a way. Like we are, we are off of our budget and having to cut all kinds of things. And they're like, mm, you know what? We're still going to propose a raise and an extension for our head football it's, coach. It, this is kind of reminds me of like major companies where they're laying off people. And at the same time, the CEO gets a raise or they bring in some new person. They, they get a, oh. and, and I'm not, I'm not defending this. I'm not no. defending this, but I am saying for this program to make money and to get other programs back, they need football to be great. So it's unfortunately, it's kind of like cost of doing business. That's a big fucking accounting error. Page. I don't know. Um, I don't know how it happens. That's a big one. Like, whoops, forgot to carry the one. Uh, we owe $250 million. Yeah, so oopsie. Because <laughs> he's doing great. Like, he, I mean, he could be a candidate at A&M. All, all, all seriousness. Like, he's a Belichick guy who's done a tremendous job. Like, not just Don't this year. Don't take right. Don't put that no, out there. No, but, like, but, by the way, I Don't have Don't worry odds. about your own yes. your own team and your coaching situation, okay? And your uh, players what, what leaving. The, od- the odds to me that are most interesting. So, Lane Kiffin right now, 25 to 1. That feels off. I agree with you. Lane's a good candidate. Um... You've got PJ Fleck on here at fifteen to one. No thanks. Uh, you've got Cliff Kingsbury on here at seventeen to one. Uh, oh no. God! Duh, no, no, just, just, just no. You got to clip that. Oh God, no, that was great. Oh God. <laughs> um, Mike Norvell at thirty to one, I think, makes a shit ton of sense. Mike Norvell is stuck in the ACC. He's got a potential playoff team. He's got a roster that's going to largely go to the next level, right? I don't know all of them, but I know that King Coleman is gone and a lot of those pieces are gone. Mike Norvell, I think, would be a great hire. I think he's a great coach. I think that Florida State's a great program, obviously. They'll pay him. He's gone from, like, hot seat to, like, oh, my God, this guy can leave in about 15 months. Um, I think it'd be awesome. I, I would really like that hire the more I thought about it, and I think it could so, either way, A&M's going to get everybody paid because all these coaches out here are going to get raised. So, congrats, coaches, on this is what you need for this kind of job. It's just some team with a lot of money to come in and then go, boom. Um, I know we want to talk rankings, but let's talk a little bit about other jobs. We went from, like, no um, no firings to a <laughs> fair amount. Boise, yes. Boise, Boise State is open. Uh, Mississippi State, a little bit of a surprise. One year, not only one year, but man, the, you you fire the dude the that situation, you threw into yeah. these impossible circumstances with leech passing. I I get it; it's business, but it still is a cool business. I didn't love that. Yeah, um, no, that one was cruel. You, uh, also, did you see the um, Liberty current Liberty coach? Um, yeah, Chadwell. Yes, he He's tweeted good. quote tweeted. And his location on the quote tweet was Starkville, Mississippi. No way. Oh, that would be a tremendous hire. It would be. I mean, and it probably is going to happen. But he like quote tweeted something about being at like a, you know how I coaches do like that. their radio shows or like meet and greets on like Wednesdays. It was like, see y'all there. And the location was Starkville, Mississippi. <sighs> like, buddy, you learn a valuable lesson today. I did Sir, not see that. That's great. It that is hilarious. Be, That's peak college football Twitter, though, that somebody noticed. That peak would be college a tremendous football Twitter. hire, by the way. That dude, one at Coastal, one, one big at Libertyville. Liberty, I think Libertyville is my rival town base. <laughs> Libertyville. Sh- shout out. Libertyville. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been a long, long week. Long month, long week. Um, 
Brady Hoke is retiring at San Diego State. And then the other ones, now, okay, now we're on firing watch. Um, it sounds like Chip Kelly's getting fired. Basically, yeah, that, is what we read today. Which is, like, hilarious because every year we're, like, we're in the world, this Chip Kelly. Like, we haven't really heard from him. He literally coaches at one of, like, the, like, more blue blood football yeah. programs. And, like, we just hear nothing. Um yeah, I'd be very interested to see who they could get, especially moving conferences. Um, yeah, I'm actually pretty interested to see how that all plays out. Also, Pittman. Yeah, yeah, that makes me sad. It that is. hurts. Um, I do want to say, I don't know if this is not in the rundown, but did you see, speaking of the Pac-12, and it being dismantled. Did you see that Washington State and Oregon State won their appeal to be in charge of the board in yes. full? Okay. Which also means that they have the right to disqualify every other team that is leaving the conference from this year's conference championship. Yes. Not that they would do that, but like how funny would that be? Because Nope. Yeah, just like, no, no, no. You're like, nope, oh. sorry, Oregon and Washington, you wanted to play again to prove that you deserve to be in the playoff? Psych, you can't. I mean, I again, mean, your sport could never. Our sport, I wild. know. We're paying, we're paying, like, yachts to people to go away. We've got teams, like, injecting chaos. I mean. That could this... be, I mean, I don't think they're going to do it. But honestly, I would, I, respect. <laughs> Straight up respect. And the other thing is, I it'd be a little sad because like Arizona still like technically there is a way that they could end up in the championship game. People would have to yes. lose, but um, but how cool would it be to be like the last? I, I'm taking this from my brother. I'm gonna give him credit for it to be the last. Like it's like who was the last person to win the Pac-12 and like Pac-12 football championship, and everyone's gonna guess huh. Oregon, USC, all these things, and they had to say Arizona. That'd be so sick. Or Washington or Oregon State. Washington State or Oregon State because I cannot I cannot wait to talk about that game. I cannot wait. I just made a video on it. Uh, I cannot wait. Um but we should talk about the playoff rankings. So I was at a retirement dinner last night. I didn't get to but but they had it out of the bar. This is a little so I'm 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 like someone's talking to me and at this dinner. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. And like I'm looking in the corner as like, is Georgia gonna be number? Yeah, and they're like, they're like, what are you looking at? And they turn and they know me and Kyle's from like, oh, okay. Uh, why didn't you just tell me to leave you alone? Well, yeah, fair enough. So, um, playoff rankings happened. Georgia is number one. None of this matters, but I think this is the right time and the right call to make a change. We, you and yeah. I haven't talked about this at I, all, which is funny because next week we're going to talk about it a lot. Um, yeah, I would say that I, um, I think that last week would have been the move for me for Georgia. This last okay. week obviously propelled them forward. But I am still just so pissed about Florida State over Washington. Like, I I know people have been like, oh, you know, Washington's been disrespected and people have been like, oh, they've played bad after that Oregon win, blah, 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 all that. Well, look at how they ranked Louisville. Like, they have no respect for the ACC. Okay, none whatsoever. I'll sign them too. But like, okay, so you don't have respect for them, but you have respect for Florida State? Or how about just say you want that brand to be in 
And so what you're going to do is you're going to keep them in there until they lose, which I don't know if Louisville can beat them. I, I hope that they can because I don't think they deserve to be in the playoff because we had this conversation, most deserving, best four teams, all of that. Like, Washington deserves to be at four instead of instead of um, Florida State. And, I mean, I could argue that Oregon deserves to be at four instead of Florida State, even though they have a loss. It's just, it's annoying the crap out of me. The other thing that's annoying me, I'm almost done. The last thing that's annoying me is that they're still considering that head-to-head versus Bama and Texas. Alabama is the better team, right? Currently, right now. I know they're getting Quinn Ewers back. I get it. Alabama is a better team, and if this goes week by week, we should be moving. We should be moving Alabama above. Now, the beauty of this fucking racket of a system is, is that, that none of it matters. Yep. And, and I and I say that because so this week, Washington plays Oregon State. If they beat Oregon State, they're going to be number four, in my opinion. They will. That, that's a brutally tough road game. But they better coming. be. They better be. Or the committee will um, hear it from me. And we're going to be live when we see this. So, you know what? So, the reaction yeah, will be fire. And we go to Adam. Um, yeah, to no. Catch so, us on and, Max. They're like, uh-oh, cut pages, Mike. Cut her mic, yeah, cut her mic. Yeah, yeah, and technical difficulties. And then with Alabama, it's like, obviously they play, is it Chattanooga this week? It's chicken shit Saturday in the yeah. SEC. Although Georgia's playing Tennessee. And then, um, and then they and they play Auburn, which is okay. And then if you beat Georgia, you're gonna you're get gonna in. jump. You're gonna keep going. Um, so I get what you're saying. And then of course Ohio State, Michigan, like that whole thing still has to happen. Oh my god, I can't wait. So I'm 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 just yes. And I wanted so so I was looking at the rankings, right? So if mm-hmm. you look right now, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Florida State, Washington, Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Missouri. Louisville's the 10th team. Then you have Oregon State, you have Penn State, you have Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. And we officially cut it off at Alabama and say after eight, nobody's getting in. Does Oregon yeah. State well, still have still have a, a, a say in this? Potentially? Like, where do we stop? Because I think at no. eight, we feel pretty comfortable stopping. I just, even if, I mean, if they beat Washington and Oregon, you have, I mean. Yeah, I don't think they beat no, but, I get but I'm it. saying, yeah, but I'm yeah, saying no, 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 hypothetical, getting... hypothetical there. Like you have to consider them for the playoff. The problem is going to be what? that they will. Are the, actually the thing that will save them is that they will play in a conference championship, and one of Michigan and Ohio State won't. Would be what happens. So, so, so you'd have yes, and they'd have two losses. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're toast. Yeah, they're to- they're, well, 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 you know. I don't want to say toast because then all of a sudden shit goes wrong. So they beat Washington, they beat Oregon. Let's do the hypothetical. The no, game I think they're in if they beat Washington, you. Oregon, and you win the Pac-12 championship. They have to be considered. And I'm saying the di- the reason, even with two losses, the difference is going to be that Michigan or Ohio State won't play in their championship game. So if you have a two-loss Pac-12 champion, and say, I think I actually don't think they'd get in because. Florida State is probably only going to have one loss maybe at the most. And then you get, I think they'd maybe put Ohio State or Michigan in, even though they are the Pac-12 champs with two losses, which is what happened last time. So actually, no, I don't think they have a chance. Now that I talked that through, that was a roller coaster. Wow. No, but I love this shit. You and I this is annoying. This is the, so annoying. Well, we, it, uh, we do our live show. We're going to do it next week. 
like we could do this for two hours and uh, like go through the hypotheticals because they are robust. Yeah. So let me say this. There are some people that have been tweeting about the 12 team playoff and being like, I can't believe you guys want this. This is why I want this is because it gives an opportunity for Oregon State to be in and play those teams and get a chance to actually go forward. When you know, if you end a season on a heater and you get better, it allows them to play and like play for something worth playing for. It, Sorry, no offense to bowl it, games. No, no, but like, okay, I, I have, I have thoughts about this, and, I, and we're gonna write about this at some point at BR too. You and I have been talking. Like, there's gonna be some sort of twelve team playoff celebration, maybe next week. At our core, we love football. We love good football. We love good football against teams between teams that don't normally play each other year over year. We love teams to play early on in the season better games because yeah. that's great because I'm so tired of these fucking cupcake games. The 12-team playoff gives us everything we want and more. It doesn't make the end of the season less interesting. It makes it more interesting. Sure, it gives some teams near the top who are already going to be in. They're in. We, we can have this conversation in a couple of weeks anyway. We've had no drama. We have 10 years of this. We've said that conference championship weekends have largely been duds overall. We've yep. had some exceptions, USC, different things like that. But I, I get so tired of this because every bracket I see, and I post about this, people are like, yeah, I can't believe. Bring back the BCS. No, fucking sir, go back to your goddamn flip boat. Get the razor out, you fucking loser. When Kramer's so, insulting so people over the type of, of phone that they have, you know it's bad. You know it's, hey, you know hey, it's bad. Hey, yeah, that's true. It's a hierarchy. How's it feel? It feels pretty good, I gotta say. I, I do not understand <laughs> the argument. More isn't always more. But in this instance, more is more. More is better. More will be cleaner. And you, you're exactly right. Look at the teams in looking at this that would be involved. Right? You've got Notre Dame at 19, in theory, that have the chance. Now, people are going to argue, no, they shouldn't. No, I'm going to argue that, yes, they should. You're going to get more fan bases engaged. And I, you're going to get more of this. This is such a good thing. Well, I and, can't wait. And as the, you know, as... NIL and everything, transfer portal and recruiting starts to shift and kind of even itself out. There will be schools that are certainly powerhouses in recruiting and can get people to come there. But I think the level of play, we've already seen it with certain schools being able to compete, that it's not going to be complete blowouts. Like everyone's like, oh, it's just going to be no. blowouts of the good teams. Well, guess what? The good teams get by his first week. So... Um. I, It'll I, be fine. I'm sorry. I don't know how we got into this. I didn't mean to. I just, I can't, I can't help myself. Let's talk about Jim. <laughs> Jim oh, Harbaugh. Gee, okay. I'm so glad you brought it up. I, uh, there's a lot here. Okay, that game, first off, I know we, we, we like always struggle with our show. Is it a recap show? Is it look ahead? We largely is a look ahead because we record later in the week. But even though you and I haven't forgotten about the football games, a lot of people are thinking about this. Yeah. That game was hilarious. They ran the ball 415 times in a row. Your your interim coach is dropping F-bombs after the game and crying. Everybody is galvanized for Harbaugh, even though they cheated. Like, this is great. This is, this is truly great. Like, there is a cult of interest in this Michigan team, and Michigan is so convinced that it's us versus the world that I actually think it's going to help them. The, the punishment is stupid. You can still coach the team during the week. The whole thing is a disaster, and I, I absolutely love it. So when Harbaugh says it's America's team, do you think deep down he knows 
that he's going to say this and it's going to piss everybody off. Is he that self-aware or no? No, he just truly believes that. He truly believes that they are facing adversity that has nothing to do with anything that they have done. Okay? So two things can be true. One, I think this suspension is bullshit. I don't think he should have been suspended. I know that they cheated. All these Agreed. things. Whatever. This in the middle of the season, trying to like put the hammer down before we've even gotten through the process of figuring out all the details of it. Like, I think it's kind of ridiculous. The other part that can be true is that this is so annoying. Like, I... It's Cornball City. Like, I, Michigan is no longer in Ann Arbor. It is in Cornball City. This is so cheesy. So, And I love, <laughs> I love, don't get me wrong, I love a tryhard. Like, I do. I think it is fine that people do that. Jim Harbaugh is the coach of my team. Who's got it better than us? Nobody. Like, I'm all in. Okay, cool. This is another level of delusion that, like, I genuinely believe that he like, he, he's always been a bit of an oddball. This is so strange that so you could literally look into the camera and be like, oh, yeah, th- I think we're America's team. Like, what? No, America's yeah, I want team. Him, I have, I'm, I'm I want sorry, but right now, in my opinion, him, America's team is Ohio State because if they beat you, then we don't. you go away and I don't have to hear about it anymore, okay? I, you leave I for the NFL say, and I don't have to worry about it. So my America's team is Ohio State. So... I. It's I so ridiculous to, to look and be like, this is America's team. And then like turn to another camera. Right. And then mouth. And I have to say what I'm doing. I sometimes forget that this is an audio podcast. <laughs> yes. We also on video. I want him just to mouth quietly. Like this is America's team. Like I want him to do that because that's what he's doing. I, he I, is, I, I love him. I do. I can't, like I can't they, help it. I mean, even if he didn't know exactly what was happening and how it was happening, he knew that they were getting their signals. So I don't like this is not I'm not like, oh, well, it was him. And like the I'm so sorry, but he's a brilliant football coach. He does a brilliant like spin artist as well. Like I he should work in PR because he would be great at taking anything and spinning it into what he wanted everyone to think and believe. It is so wild to me. And the I, fact that, like, this is still continuing and the fact that the Big Ten made it worse by suspending him, like, you are did. you are lighting, like, you just dumped gasoline and lit the fire. And I'm like, why are you doing this? And you're, and, like, to your point, like, it's going to make them better. Like, those guys are legitimately, like, using this as bulletin board. Um, why am I blanking on what the are. word is? Material. Bulletin board material. material. There we go. I was ranting oh. so hard. The only just... thing, the only thing that could slow you down is one word: material. The material. I, by the way, <laughs> it is also hilarious that they disrespect Penn State so much that they're like, "We're gonna run fucking two yards a pop every play," and punted. And Drew Aller is gonna do some dumb shit, which he uh. did. I mean, that was funny. Also, like, I was covering that game. Shout out to the speed of that game. My God, that was a fast football game. Uh, that was a nooner, and that thing was over in like a brief, like a two forty-five. Yeah, that was just, unbelievable. Yeah, I, I lo- the whole I thing it. is just laughable. But again, like only in this sport do you get people getting in trouble for shit they probably shouldn't be getting in trouble for, and people basically acting like they died and being like, "Oh my gosh!" Like for him, I love we'll your wait coach. for him. Like what is happening? Yeah. Like, good, you know what, to be fair, if I was in that situation, like, I probably would be the person to 
like hide my guys up but like again you guys cheated that's i saw someone tweet that was like adversity is not like is not being caught cheating like that doesn't count as adversity um but the big 10 made it look that way so this is now stupid and lame and i hope the other big 10 coaches are fucking happy for complaining and whining and i need ohio state to beat them so this goes away because i'm over it i'm done um on the topic of the big 10 northwestern is naming david braun the interim coach the head coach um you know what? Uh, I bet Wisconsin last week against Northwestern. Oh, that might be the worst bet too, I made buddy. all year. Me too, buddy. Ruined all my parlays. I was in uh, Arizona. Oh, and so I bad. was going going ham on some crazy parlays. One yeah, of them, that was... I I the only leg that I lost was Wisconsin. It was, bad. It, was it was Wisconsin's a mess. We could spend time talking about that, but uh, good for this guy. I know there's a lot of uh, that. They might make a bowl. I mean, who do they who do they play? They're what five and five. I mean, it's that is pretty incredible. So they are, they are five and five. They play Purdue at home, and they play at Illinois. So you can win one of those games. Mm-hmm. Um, this is deserved. I was curious. You know, you know, and I forget who wrote this on Twitter today. This interim situation is always odd. You have a coach that catches lightning in a bottle. And he should be rewarded for that. But it's such a snapshot of being a good coach. And yes. by all accounts, he's done a wonderful job. Actually, good for Northwestern for rewarding it. It's still bizarre that in this 10-game snapshot, you change this dude's life forever. Great for him. Great for the program. Again, they've been light years better than what we thought. And um, But what will it look like in three years? Who knows? But happy for him. Happy for the program. That's They've been through some shit. That is program. no small program. It's, uh, so so happy for that. Um, Dan Lanning, back to Dan Lanning. We, we kind of danced around him, then we'll talk about the actual football games. Mm-hmm. If you've not seen Dan Lanning's response to the opening at Texas A&M, uh, go watch it. Dan Lanning is a really interesting guy. I, I, I was critical of him earlier in the year because some, some of the things he said didn't always hit the right notes. I love this dude. I, he, I, I think that he's going to stay. But I don't know if I've ever heard a more emphatic, personal denial of wanting another job. Yeah. You see this before. Brian Kelly has done this. Other coaches are doing it. It's a really hard position when you ask a coach, are you going to take this job? And they're like currently uh, no, coaching you're like, another like, team. Well, maybe. So um, I think this guy is a star. I, I think he's a star. He could be a star at Oregon. Going to the Big Ten, I think, only helps his star power. Not that the Big Ten yep. is some... But they're going to get some really good games against really good teams. He's thirty-seven. He just seems like he'd be fucking fun to play for. Like I'm, I am like maximum amount of Dan Landing stock. And like you look at their natty odds right now, they're eight to one to win. I buy that too. Like I am digging what this dude is saying and what he's doing as a football. Oh, me too. And I we've talked about this. Hand up, Vegas Oregon hater. Um, but. Yep. I appreciate what he's doing. I defended him even when you didn't. Uh, I just want to remind you uh, about I the locker Yeah, you were tough on him. Um, I was. He backs it up. He gives, you know, this. It, it's a different vibe, but he gives me similar vibes to Mike McDaniel. I don't know why, but like, I agree. Just, I, they give yes. me the same type of vibe where they like, they are just grateful for the opportunity because their they're coaching like trajectory wasn't as straightforward as some of these other people. And, and as most people and 
it, I think they're just grateful to be there. And so they make the most of it and just are themselves genuinely. And I think that's refreshing for the sport. Um, Let's talk about our sport. I am going to call my shot here, Paige. This is going to be, and I hope so, because we have to do a live show next week and we want it to be chaos. So full transparency, it's good for business if, if this <laughs> is a fucked up week of football, yes. all right? It's going to be a fucked up week of football. Okay. Um, it is one of my favorite slates of the week. Really? Um, yes. Of the, season, the year of the year of the week. That's yeah, one of my favorite slates. It is. <laughs> it's, and, and not because it's the best games, but there are games on here, and many of them are in my locks that I think are going to be hugely disruptive to the college football season. Okay. Uh, That's I don't know if you feel the same way. I don't necessarily feel the same way, but I'm curious if. <laughs> You have my team in your locks in any way. The Arizona? Yes. Uh, I do not. Okay. I was just curious I, if you're I, betting on them. No, you know what? I stared at that game for a while because it's an awesome game. And it's funny. It's on the Pac-12 network. God damn it. What a load of shit. That network. The only thing about the Pac-12 dying that I'm talking about this is that fucking network because I can't. Sorry to people that work there, by the way. But, but No, I love. I Oh, the people are great. It's not their fault. It's many years of bad decisions. Um, so my family had like, to make the executive decision to get something that has Pac-12 Network because um, basketball games are on Pac-12 Network and we have to watch Arizona. So luckily most you, of their games have, are on um, like major networks, but we got to watch some of the the conference So let me get this there. straight. The, the second most interesting game in the conference this week is a great game. It starts at 1.30 Central, which is the graveyard shift for college football. Mm-hmm. And it's on a network that nobody here can get. Yeah. Larry Scott, like... Fuck. Talk about guys that are are getting paid to go away, too, as well. He was paid to yeah. Oh, yeah. He's on, on that Jimbo, he's on that Jimbo plan. They're going like, to stay just, together. How... Like, I know maybe my moral compass would, you know keep me from being this way but how do i get how do i get that gig like where like i'm like they're like eh, you know what you're not actually that good um we'll just pay you to to go away to do nothing i i think all of my major games are in locks i don't know if what we could just go to locks just we can't go to a general general i'm not betting on arizona but i want arizona to win that game so bad i've talked about this so many times there was a situation where kyle whittingham punted while he was up by like 25 or 20 or something against Arizona in the last five years. And I have never, I've not forgotten it. And all I want is to beat him. It's all I want. You know, I got to say though, I I struggle because Whittingham is like maximum dad vibes and like, just looks like a dad. He has like intense grandpa vibes where like he, and I'm pretty sure he is a grandpa. Um, he gives me like, your your like scary grandpa that you like is like at the gym every single day at like six in the morning but oh, yeah. like has a soft spot like deep down but like Doing some is like a up hard exercises ass. but yeah like standing, is like a hard he's like flipping on, like tires yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah 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 in the like freezing cold in utah like no shirt being like it's not cold outside like that's the vibes yeah. that he gives me yeah so. t- telling his grandkids all sorts of crazy shit that like yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, I, we're I, gonna put you out. He's like, "What we're gonna do is we're gonna put you outside when you're ten. We're gonna put you outside with just a knife and leave you out there yeah. for the night." <laughs> like, and, and by the way, you're three miles away. Make your way home. Kill it. Kill it. Eat it. Right. What we talked about. Remember your training. 
Yep. That, that's it. Those are the vibes. I, I, um, all right. I. This is a serious I, podcast. We we get paid to do this. That's why it's so funny. Sometimes I laugh that, you know what? It's good entertainment. That's what we're here for. We're here to make you guys laugh, cry. HBO, what could go wrong? <laughs> um, so, all right. I let's Oregon State, Washington is in my lops. Okay. And I love Oregon State. This is a mega whale nuke play of Oregon State. Um. I love Washington, by the way. I really like this Washington team. I love Penix. Best on the Heisman. Oregon State at home has been a beast. They are averaging like 5.3 yards per carry. Washington gives up a lot on the ground. The Washington mm-hmm. defense just hasn't been the same since Oregon. I, competition's gotten better. Too. Corvallis is a weird place to play. It's a tough place to play. They just is danger zone. Not always Oregon State win. I think they win this game by more than a touchdown. Um, like I, I think that this is emphatic. Yeah. In terms of victory, I don't know because Washington plays up to, like they play up or down to their opponent. I feel like. I agree. And I think that like we we've, we've been waiting for them to lose, and they haven't. But to your point, if they do win this game, they better jump Florida State, or I'm going to be pissed. They should. This is a this is a brutally tough game. Oregon State is really it's good. So I mean, tough. It's, it's, I mean, Oregon State at home, when we watched Utah play, and Utah did offensively, was struggling, not the same team, so maybe not a fair comparison. Like, it was bow construction. I think it's a real, I think it's a matchup issue. Oregon State does a lot of things well that Washington, I, I think, would struggle with. This is a ball control game. The total is 63 and a half, which tells you they think it's going to be, you know, 35, 33, whatever it would be. Um, but, I don't necessarily think so. I think Oregon State, it's kind of like watching UFC where you could see a fighter just wear somebody down, lead on them. And I think that if I'm Oregon State, that's what I'm doing. I'm keeping the deep, Washington defense on the field and I'm just trying to absolutely squeeze the life out of them slowly, saving murder ball, whatever you want to call it. Joyless what murder Michigan ball, did? yes. Joyless murder ball. Like, By- what Michigan did, not that, but something like that. Sorry, I... Blueprint. I just remembered I do need to say to Alabama fans, because um, last week I was very critical of them, and I said, win a game like joy- Joyless Murder Ball, and they did it again. They started doing that. So I told you guys, if you win those games, you're going to be rewarded. So hopefully you will, and that head-to-head thing will go away, because I and team put Alabama over Texas. So there we go. Just had to speak my piece and I, say, I, you guys, I, I came down hard on you, but I'm back. I'm back. Beat on your side. I bet against Alabama last week. That was a Business. Yeah, that was about it. Yeah, there were some good business decisions. UCF, good business decision. Alabama. I was. By the way, lock of like lock minutes. of the week was picking taking Missouri. That was I was in Arizona, and what my so, my best friend's husband was like, "Give me your lock of the weekend to give out to everybody." And I was like, "That Missouri one is a lock. Do it." That sure was enough, so easy. It was the easiest. We kind of talked about it too. I the, the spread kind of freaked me out. I didn't get it. It was like don't get it. I think Tennessee, by the way, is going to make things weird this week. It's not going to be a lock. Ooh. Um, at least for the pod. But I think it's going to be a lock. cover? Sorry. Go ahead. What is. Yeah, I do. It's not a lock. This is not an official lock. It's not a lock. Um, okay. I'm going to take UNC to cover. I think um, that Clemson still wins, but I'm going to take 
um, UNC to cover the seven points. I think it's like a field goal game. You're back on that. Like you, you, you. Go ahead, here. What? Um, no, I, I get it. I, no, I'm you. You think you, they? I'm gonna you think give, they? Clemson's gonna lose. Oh, oh man, I don't know anything about clubs anymore. I got my one. Even if they lose that, still that win that bet, they're favored. I know. They're it's favored by a whole touchdown. I don't know what to do with Dabo anymore, man. He, he like, I had the one Notre Dame win, and I feel like that was it. Like we we shook hands and we said we'll see you next year. Your okay, Texas. you're staying away from Clemson. Mine is just that like no, I no, need no. I need to get I need to get back something from UNC, so they need to cover. Oh, I like that. Um, this is a disgusting bet. Disgusting bet alert. We, I like, we like, like you're on that. Effect. Okay, and then, like, by the way, disgusting we, bet. No, 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 but, well, that's why I was, that's the perfect transition. Because I have a disgusting bet in the ACC. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's as disgusting as when I bet Pitt versus Louisville earlier in the year. <laughs> I like Miami plus one against Louisville. Um, I am fading Louisville again. This is... First, Matt, throw in some sort of like Buddy. You know, slimy, whatever you want to do. Just whatever you want to do. Sound effect. We're like, this is grotesque. Miami's going to beat Louisville. I think so too. Like, Miami. Looks. You're, Look at us being on the same oh, page. So we're, both, we're, we're both rolling in the mud. Wow. Yeah, we're both gross. Um, I think you stopped from calling so us both things. So, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I was like, Backing up the car, like, uh, like, <laughs> no, sir, not gonna do it, not gonna do it. I saw a tweet um, from Iowa, and they had, it was the Iowa basketball team, and one mm-hmm. of their players I didn't, I was in passing, was holding a dog, and I will like the Iowa women's social it was like two dogs where they did like the bowl, like blow in the air, and I was like, well, you know, can you do that? Because you're gonna get the comments. Like, do you really want to? You, Risk yeah. it. It was literally, you know, no, I, I, I got away from that. the pigs. But we are, I'm going to lean into it. Pigs in yeah. mud. We are. We are pigs in mud on this one. I can't pigs believe in a blanket. you're taking this. this pigs in a blanket. <laughs> it all comes like back it. to pigs in a blanket. To... <laughs> oh, that was really fun. Yeah, but you called me out on it. This is not, uh, this is not your type of point spread, though. It's not. I don't like things like this, but I, I genuinely was like, you know what? After watching Louisville, I'm like, you know, I just, I don't think they have it in them to even beat Florida State. And so I'm just like, forget it. Let's just remember right. that the ACC is bad. I've got another disgusting one for you. Um, Ohio, uh, Ohio State. Iowa State plus seven and a half versus Texas. Versus Texas. It's in, it's at Iowa State, correct? Yes. Okay. That's, that's a safe bet. I uh, I I think it's going to be close. Texas plays in close games now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, it's just it's something. Quinn's uh, back. We don't know how he's going to look. Yeah, they lost their, uh, Brooks, their leading rush, a rusher for yeah. Texas. I, I don't know. I, I think everything's going to be hard. It's a, it's a really hard place to play. Texas it plays is. close games. The Iowa State has a chance to upset here. I this is I'm telling you, like these first three games. Iowa State could win outright. Oregon State could win outright, and Miami could win outright. Would not shock me at all. And if that happens, it gets weird. Are you ready for a disgusting so bet on my end? Yep, like pigs and slop. 
Washington plus two and a half versus yeah. Oregon State. I'm sorry. Why did you slow play? I just you, you slow played it. So... I just didn't. I don't. I, I'm because I'm so. I know that the, the it's the thing for me is like I always look for places to get value. And this is a great place to get value because everyone is thinking that Oregon State's going to beat them. And like I said, Washington just plays up to their opponent. And I know it's a hard place to play. I know home teams for the Pac-12 have done well this year. I just, I think with playoff hopes on the line, you still, you still gotta, you still gotta be winning this game. That's right. We shake on it. We go our separate ways. Oh, we should do a bet. So we are actually going to be in New York on Monday. Okay. Where I think we're going to film the pod, but we can do a a, a glass of wine bet. So okay. what we're going to do here? Blue shot bet. I know we're not. I've never had Malorts, but I. Is there that kind of equivalent oh. that we can get in New York? Oh, I mean, I hate all that shit. So yeah, but like, why make it neat? No, no, just want a nice just a glass friendly of wine glass of wine. Friend. Okay. Well, yeah, like we can say cheers, Pack Twelve. Um, cheers, Pack Twelve. I'll stay in the Pack Twelve. By the way, I like Washington State minus four and a half. Versus Colorado. Um, Bums. I, Colorado, I think, has got to be exhausted. Has got to be exhausted. This has been a really exhausting year. From all the hype, preseasons, the hype, early season, to the downfall. Then they play really well and they lose. This is like a, this is like a, like, wave the white flag game. And Washington State played pretty well against Cal. I did hit that over thing. Um, but I, I think Washington State, even though they've won like uh, lost like a billion games in a row, they can get right where at least to be. All right, I like it. Um, you go. Where's my next one? Um, I'm going to take um, FAU to cover first two lane nine and a half. I actually have that in my watch the week. I don't have it in my five. Did you take? But did you take FAU to cover my... plus nine and a half, or did yeah. you go the opposite way? Wow! Look at us feeling the oh, vibes. Yeah. yeah, like FAU. No, no, I... no. I know, I know. Everybody's getting two lane, and they're like um, another team that can't win by more than a touchdown. Every game yeah. they play is like two or three points. Yep, I dig it. Um, I realize now. I think all my bets, my primary bets, are in. No, I got one big twelve. That's right, I just... Uh, Virginia plus three and a half versus Duke. Um, Virginia has, doesn't have a lot of shit to show for two wins. They've played so much better. They have a quarterback that can move the ball. Duke is banged up. They were all very game against North Carolina, the game that I lost money on. Um, this is a this is a sneaky point spread. Two win team versus what a six win team. And the spread's only three and a half. I think Virginia. I think Virginia doesn't just cover. Uh, I think they can win this game outright. Um, my last bet. I'm just gonna take the Cats money line. Just give me Arizona over and Utah money line. Homer bet. We're doing it. I wasn't going to. I actually had another lock, but I was like, nah, we're gonna keep this. No, I like that. I I would actually like. I, I just game, need I like it for my, too. just, um. Just at for the end of the Pac-12, I need this. I need this this win. Um, so, all right, there are locks. Uh, we will do game day upsets this week, of course, courtesy of Municipal, which has been a blast. Uh, so, so if you have an upset, make sure you 
you know, send along on Twitter on uh, Saturday morning. We'll be reading them, and I will be responding to gifts. Shout out the cats for beating Duke at Duke. I won a lot of money on that. Go cats. That's good. So did Jason. And, uh, so did neighbor Jason. Cats. I told neighbor Jason. It's... Did he tell you? Uh, I haven't talked to him about it. No, you oh, guys are just okay, like, I... conglomerate betting without me. Yeah, Jesus. I told him. He said, "What are the vibes for that game?" And I was like, "This is. I mean, this money line. Take it, money line." And sure enough, cats, baby. They want. They want. Um, At Duke. Jesus, I feel left out. Sorry. It's a great win. It's a great. Resume. I thought he was. I thought um, he was hanging out with you. So I was like, okay, they're both gonna bet on this. But yeah, he got my betting advice. No, on I, sh- I should. Cats. Um. What other random shit? You're gonna. I know a bunch of folks that are in Vegas for the race. So I'm yeah, the race is this goes. weekend. I'm actually really excited to react to that um, and everything that's been going on. The the Netflix Cup, by the way, was actually pretty good. Like I said, it was a little chaotic um, at the beginning. I was like, I don't know if I can watch this. Um, but it was good. Anytime you have Marshawn Lynch doing anything and commentating and being around people, like it's just good television anyway. Um, so props to Netflix for pulling it off. But even just seeing like the hospitality aspect of that event the stuff that's going to come out of this week is going to be insane like the the setups that they have for all kinds of things are going to be nuts um i did see lewis hamilton said today that um they do need to be mindful that they're not a circus just coming in and causing havoc like they need to be respectful of people that actually live there so that was interesting because i think acknowledging that is the first step to them kind of fixing some of the errors of their ways um because you've talked about it on this podcast about how like you know, people aren't really Crazy. thrilled locally about it. Um, there's a lot of different things, but I'm excited to see it all play out. Um, and I hope for a good race. The other thing is that, like, this is a new track, so maybe there will be, you know, some change in the top. But I doubt it. But here we go. Let's try. I uh, I'm excited to watch. No, I'm I am. I'm excited to watch. Although people that are going, they're really excited. It's been amazing to see. Uh, I happen to look like what's the cost of staying at the Bellagio this weekend? It's like 120 bucks now. They priced yeah, themselves it, out. Yeah, like it, 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 it that and and by the way, that it's tough because there was so much hype, and I think it became this very exclusive event that a lot of people just said like I, I can't do this, um, and that'll change in the future, assuming it's a success, and I think it will be. Um, but yeah, it's a spectacle. So I'm 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 kind of excited to see it. Um sorry, I think what else? No, I have uh, oh, so so my son is having a birthday party on Sunday and we are doing a turkey bowl for his birthday. Right. It is, it is the Pokeball because he loves Pokemon. I am coordinating this. So this these are kids from like kindergarten to third grade. Okay. Um we are doing a combine. Where you will run a forty-yard dash, you will you will long jump, um, um, you will you will attempt to kick a field goal over the soccer goal. Okay, okay, right. Um, we're gonna do three code drill, and then we're gonna play game. And um, is there I, any chance my wife that we a new stopwatch could... for this? Oh wow, so that's very serious. Is there any chance that maybe we could get you new to whistle too. do? Is there any chance we could get video of you showing the kids what exactly they're going to be doing? And if so, could it be posted to first our off, pod account? First, for, first off, field goal kicking on that fucking dude. Okay? Like, just to let everybody know. Put your know, money where you your mouth is, all right? Kicker. I want to see it then. 
I could. I will text you. What day is this? Forty. This will be Sunday. Okay, I will text you to yeah. remind you. I, I need would, a video I could of kick it. A forty yard. I could kick. Is a Jason going to be there? Yeah, he'll be there. Okay, I'll text to make sure that I get. A I don't video. think he knows this yet, uh, but I I think I need to help him coach. So he's probably going to find out in the pot that I need him because there's he'll there's a coach. lot of kids now. Like everybody everybody's coming to this thing, and like I'm a little nervous about it. It's it's going to be it'll, I actually it'll be a lot of fun. And Turkey Bowl, I did this so, for so many years, um, and it was like great with friends and whatnot. And we are like basically doing it as a party walk cake afterwards, all that fun shit. But um, look, all that oh, fun shit, all that fun shit. But yeah, we're gonna kick field goals, we're gonna run races, we're gonna do all the stuff, and then we're gonna play a little football. Okay, um, I like it. But yeah, I'm ready so for that video, fun. and we will yeah. post it to our account, guys. Don't you worry, I will get it. I will show you me kicking the fuck out of a field goal over the soccer goal okay like that's my jam all right I'm, so i'm i'm ready that's to it. see that's all it right, so watch us on max on tuesday for playoff reactions yeah. especially if washington Which, wins and doesn't get ranked over fourth state it'll be big close up just riding to see yes it's gonna be fun we will be there uh, excited to get back out to New York to do another show. And then with that, for Paige, I am Adam. We will talk to you guys. Later.